Hello and welcome to the 12th episode of Chimera Diaries. So everyone, Merry Merry Christmas to all of you listening to me right now. And it's December 25th. It's officially the Christmas season. It's, it's Christmas Eve. So, this is still your host. Lol. Anyway, this was supposed to be a free talk again, but I decided on a movie review instead. And from the title, I'm sure you know what it is. Klaus, one of the latest Christmas movies that we have and also one of the best animated movies right now. For me, it blends in the 2D and 3D animation which makes Klaus rather rather eye-catching and spectacular. For another, it's Santa. Santa just means Christmas, you know. Anyway, I'm saying that so much again. It's really done. Again, okay. So, Klaus is a Netflix original movie first shown last 2019 and it's a gorgeous animated film. But what is the story of Klaus? It's simple. It's about Christmas and Santa. Oversimplified, but that's it. Okay, okay. Klaus, for those that haven't watched it, is about mailman Jasper shipped off to a town in the middle of nowhere and needs to finish this job in one year if he wants to go back to the wait, mainland and his luxurious lifestyle. As the narrator said, it all starts with a letter. So, like I said before, this was supposed to be a free talk, but I'm having too much of that these days. So, a movie review it is. And I just recently watched Klaus, this beginning of the quarantine, because I hadn't. I was exploring what to watch anyway. And yeah, I fell in love with the movie. It was so great. But we'll get to more of that after a short break. So, the deeper plot goes like this. Jasper is a rich, privileged, and spoiled young man. His father, in the lieu of wanting him to be disciplined, maybe accomplished, used his connection to c- connections to enroll Jasper in the Royal Postal Academy, which he owns. Apparently, that's a long ass name. And man, was that a surprise. I mean, a military academy for postmen. It was funny and weird. I don't know, I didn't expect a place like that. <laughs> In the cartoon. So, Jasper is enrolled, but he purposely sabotaged himself, hoping to go back to his indolent lifestyle. He would drop fragile things he let the poor bird flew flow 
fly with a heavy baggage and he just didn't sort out his letters right and in a last-ditch effort mr johans tried one last thing sending jasper to a place of hostility an island surrounded by fog and welcoming people with a giant fish skeleton cold dreary and gray the town of smirinsburg where no post office has ever been established and where jasper in a span of one year must do so and deliver six thousand letters or he says goodbye to his rich life if he doesn't accomplish it in one year that's the main plot but it's even more complicated by the fact that everyone in town like i said is hostile with each other a civil war between two families who occupy smirsburg the crumbs and Ellingbos. It's kind of really shocking to the eye, the color, because the first scenes of the movie has all this abundant and vivid colors, but then you go to Smyrnsburg and it's all white, gray, black, brown. They somehow make red and blue even add to the miserable atmosphere. It's amazing. So Jasper's first impression of Smyrnsburg is not the best it's downright abysmal and it gets worse when he's treated badly no respect at all and shown firsthand the impossibility of his task nobody wants to send mail at all six thousand dollars in a town and no one is willing so where would that leave him nowhere exactly that so even the teachers, the teacher, this one, who wanted to teach in Smyrnsburg, Alva, wants out. She wants to go away. Just plain escape the miserable town she's in. From a bright-eyed youth, she's since become bitter. You could see it in the picture there, in the movie. No judgment there though, you could practically see the Grinch like feel just from the screen with how monotone the whole town is. Months go by and still no one wants to send a letter. Jasper is desperate, he's checked, <clears throat> crossed out all of Smyrnsburg, except one, the toy maker's cabin, that's right. The titular clause is introduced and it's a reluctant partnership as they deliver their first gift and letter. So technically Jasper has one letter. One but there's no postage stamp and it belongs to a kid who's very sad. And he has not it's not actually a letter. It's not actually a letter. It was a drawing of a lonely boy so it's a remake of Santa's origin a new origin story anyway now Klaus well the titular character like I said Jasper's reluctant a new partner well he's far from jolly old Saint Nick 
and closer to Rise of the Guardians version of Santa Claus North. He's an old man, yes, but he's huge, beefy rather than jolly, and very silent. He also wears none of the signature red. So okay, he's very far from North and Santa both. But like Santa, in, well, North, I mean, he's very beefy. That's that. There's that. He's not at all like the Santa, we all know. But even though it's like that, him and Jasper grow to become friends in their selfless and selfish quest. Okay, so what I really love about this movie is this. Every single thing. I mean, I could go on about the amazing technicalities, which I will actually do so later on about animation, but that's not the important part. For me, you know you've watched a good Christmas movie when it's made you feel the magic. When the audience feels that the movie is magical, and that is exactly what Klaus makes you feel. It's like watching Home Alone and Polar Express. You feel and experience the Christmas magic in the air. My brothers adore the movie for a fact. It's the perfect movie right now with the Christmas and all. The movie just oozes the essence of Christmas. Selfishness and selflessness both. Which is perfectly embodied. Embo- embodied? Embodied? What? By Klaus and Jesper. I also like how the movie built on Smirnsburg. I love it in fact. The design and progression of its looks and townspeople is superb and the whole movie made it feel natural. And the Ellingbows and Crumbs long historical feud is both amazing in soft detail and funny because it apparently originated even from the prehistoric ages. Their feud I mean I mean they have this big chunk of rock where there are black stick people and red stick people to represent the crumbs and elbows. I love the little bit of world building there. It didn't need to be detailed and was perfect for Klaus. Just soft world building. And the movie culminates as it builds the reputation and legend of Santa. It's very different from how the original story is, yes, but it's also charming on its own, especially its unique animation. So we'll get to more after another short break. Now, Klaus is actually a 2D movie. Yes, I know that I said before, last time, and this time that it was a blend of 2D and 3D. But it's actually a 2D. Directed by Sergio Pablo. Sergio? What's the right way? And this idea had been 9 years in the making before it was shown. And the whole movie had 300 people working on it. Animating it and everything took a whole two years. It was hard work, according to Sergio, and many things was 
were done simultaneously. What I love though is how they make 2D movie feel more alive. A 2D most of the time most of the time gets this weird dissonance where the movie moving characters move in a static or painted background sometimes. Well, I think you get that. <laughs> I but Klaus has erased that. I mean it's just a point of view and I'm not disparaging anyone animating and go it's hard work and the fact that they elevated it all just by using lighting leaves me awestruck seriously the characters in Klaus look like they belong in the setting the background doesn't feel odd they're taking They've taken 2D to another level, which is not at all the same with 3D, apparently. The whole movie sends a very nostalgic feeling once you watch it. I remember the big screen 2D films and I love those, so the movie animation really takes you back. But also with its own unique twist. And last but not the least, I want to discuss the film's poster, which I briefly touched last episode. The poster is like this. Two large houses, both dark and ominous, leaning towards each other, looking like it would topple down any moment with all the feuding adults waving fists and weapons at each other at the top of the houses. But beyond that is a sparkling white and bright background where Jasper, Klaus, and Alva are. Smiling and happy, and kids around them, and at the base of both houses, happy and stretching out tiny little hands holding letters. In the midst of adults who want to maintain the status quo these children and misfit are the base of something bigger than them because even with all the fighting and selfishness of the families the whole picture in the end forms a christmas tree and while they're at the top those feeling adults they are not the bottom the base that will influence the future it's the kids and the odd ones out who will. And that's a beautiful message this Christmas. So, I didn't touch everything in this movie. I didn't want to spoil anyone who haven't watched it. So, I'm hoping that you guys will because it's a great movie. It's amazing. And that's all. See you in the next episode. And once again, a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Thank you and bye.